It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jay Crawford. Adam the Bull. Garrett Bush. And so many big names... It would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show. Booyah! Yeah! Welcome on in to the Monty Bates reaction <laughs> oh show. Oh my God in heaven. You're going to go the host already. Yes! I'm your host, G. Bush. Yeah. I'll be the MC for tonight. And uh, we'll kick it off to Jason Lloyd immediately and get to these analysis. You, now, but- you said Imani Bates or Tracy McGrady? <laughs> Ew, little T-Mac in there. Well, Tracy McGrady is. Yeah. Just saying. Okay. G. Yeah. Boy, look better than Kevin Durant. G, G you're going to need reconstructive ACL <laughs> surgery on them knee-jerk knees hey, them, hey, by the time we get to April. Hey, can you imagine every step back this right leg goes way over there? <laughs> my mom was like, what's going on with you? I'm like, my knee, it won't act right. He keep pulling up for these I mean, knees. Apparently, you know, Steve Becker decided to put all of the best golfers on the panel today. It's nice to know that my talent, you know, has not gone unnoticed. Yes. You know? Your talent for launching golf clubs is <laughs> well documented. <laughs> We got a great show coming up. Mikey McNuggets is doing his golf network thing. So he's going to be a correspondent. Um, at, is that still called Firestone? Yes. No? Okay. Firestone. Firestone. Yes. They won't let me in yet, but I, I will get there. Um, Fire- I, would just, I would just like to say this is when we throw to Mike and he can introduce himself down there at college. It, it, the internet went out on him already. So uh. he's reconnecting into VMix. <laughs> it's going to be a great morning, everybody. Hey, you know, Mike, listen, you know he back there frustrated. He's over there. You know how Mike be getting that one look where one eye is bigger than the other one? And you'd be like, Mikey, calm down. Listen, you go, I'm just, I don't know what happened. The internet just dropped. He'll be back up in a second. We'll, we'll talk to him. There, there he is. Look, he's. he's is that he him? That's him. He was looking at it at, the, at, at his bandwidth. He's, <laughs> he's, down there, he's down there reading that meter. He's looking like, at his bags per second. Like, I mean, this is, you know, three megabytes per second. It's not going to work here, G. Uh, yeah, so we go get. He got a lot of people down there um, at the colleagues and uh, companies golf outing. <laughs> Uh, how many people we usually got coming up? I think you got three or four interviews, right? We got three interviews today. So our first interview is going to be at 1120, then 1130, and then we got one coming in at 1230. So it's going to be a bit of a choppy show for everybody, but we'll get you through it. Yeah, so let me, uh, as I pull my rundown out, uh, we got a lot of good stuff besides that coming up. We kind of teased and, and, and laughed and joked about it, but we will talk about the, the Cavs Summer League. A um, couple of guys playing decent, you know, Sam Merrill, Monty Bates played well. And we'll talk to uh, Jason Lloyd about Isaiah Mobley as well. They got, can he really dribble the ball better than his brother? Uh, they who, look who, like they run offense through him for some reason. Through Isaiah? Yeah, he well, getting touches and everything. Well, again, summer league is like whose line isn't anyway. Oh Nobody God. keeps scoring, the points don't matter. So. <laughs> it matters to a certain, you know, do you know? How many dudes that's probably won't make an NBA roster, but if they go out there and drop 30 for the rest of their life, they're going to tell their kids that they uh, – Victor Wimbyam dunked on him. Punch <laughs> me. What you talking about? I don't about? even remember what that dude's name is. That dude that <laughs> yeah, I don't know his name. But look, Carter Oop dunked on him. He's supposed to be the number one pick in the draft, but yeah. I dogged him. Yeah. Dude they, might be out of the league. You're right about dude that. Dude might be a substitute teacher one day. <laughs> like, what, hey, let me tell you about the time I dunked on the guy who they said was the best prospect to ever come to the NBA. Uh, <laughs> listen, man. Uh, Hey, hey, listen, is Jay, Jay coming up? Jay Crawford, is he going to be interviewing up here? Or he's going to be there tomorrow. tomorrow is oh, the plan. okay. Oh, he he on vacation. Jay will be up here <laughs> he um, getting his money off again. He, he'll he come in and interview all of the other important people. I but, haven't seen Jay so long. I don't even know what he looked like no more. <laughs> 
You it know, has been a long time. Since I ain't I seen Jay in so long. He's out on his boat sailing the world. Must be nice. At least Lake Erie. Yeah. Uh, and then we get to a couple other stories. There was a huge story um, with, with the Northwestern, like you know, um, Pat Fitzgerald, who. I mean, I, I can't believe I'm getting this old, but I remember when he used to play middle linebacker, linebacker. Yeah. and he kind of was there. I mean, he was like a, a mainstay. He was one of the guys that like, you know, you know, you, you get somebody as a head coach. You thought they're going to always stay there because they, they are like probably the institution. Mm -hmm. So he, you know, was at Northwestern middle of the road team. Um, very hard academics to get into a big story came out uh, about hazing. And a, a alleged, um, you know, there's alleged, you know, players coming out talking about fostering an atmosphere for racism. And I was like, wow, generally speaking, um, my my defensive court, my coach, my D-line coach, uh, after he left OU, went to Northwestern. And from what I've heard, a lot of people, including, including um, Greg Newsom, have always said that he looks like a stand-up dude, never had anything um, you know, crazy happened, but there's a story. We'll get into that and in, in the meat and potatoes of it, but he was fired, um, you know, fired yesterday. So we'll get into that and see what happened with, with the Fitzgerald, Pat Fitzgerald story, really big uh, story uh, in the uh, NCAA uh, as well. What else are we missing? Oh, baseball. We talked about the home run derby, correct? <laughs> yeah, we're actually going to start talking about home run derby from last night. We've got some time to kill. So did you guys – were you more excited going into this home run derby than you were for the dunk contest for NBA All-Star Weekend this year? No. N no. no. Well, let me, no. let's first start by saying, guys, is either one of them moved to the <laughs> I mean, the, dunk, the dunk contest is 20 years past its prime. At I least, said that yesterday. Yeah, it's there's nothing original about it anymore. It's all everything's been done. They really should abolish it. So for that reason, yeah, I like a home run derby better because at least. It's more, I mean, it's the same thing over and over again, but at least it's more enjoyable to me than the, the dunk contest. I mean, Julio Rodriguez hit 40 something home runs. I in can't one believe that's that you, insane. Wait, that's I can't crazy. believe you sitting here saying that a white man won the dunking contest this past year. <laughs> and you're not, you not happy about that? <laughs> I don't care. Wow, Billy I, Hoyle won the dunk contest. And you weren't excited? No. Why would I care in a white dude won it? You know, you, you know, it's very difficult. Look at that. Look at Billy. <laughs> Billy Ho. Matt McClone. <laughs> you know what? That's more proof they need to get it do away with it. And, and when you got dudes that look like me winning it, it's time to go. <laughs> <laughs> and, re and doing it at a high level. You know what? I, I think what messed, you know, for the dunk contest, I think what messed the dunk contest up was, you know, it got to a point where, and I blame it on LeBron. We blame another thing on LeBron. <laughs> like, he didn't get in a dunk contest. Now, I know why he didn't get in a dunk contest, because he's not creative. LeBron jump, just jumps really high and slams really hard. Like, it wasn't like he had, even when you watch him in, a, in the Gatorade uh, dunk contest at high school All-American, McDonald's All-American game, he really didn't do nothing crazy. He just made his dunks and dunked really hard and jumped from really far back. Um, but when the the stars stopped getting in it, it's it, it, it killed it. It killed it. It's done. Michael did it. Dominique did it. Kobe did Kobe it. Kobe did Kobe it. Kobe did it here. Tr Tracy, Vince Carter did it. It was like we, you know, we had the guys that was doing it. So, um, so if Victor Wimbenyama gets into it, with that? Move the needle. Well, he's well, seven. No, he just stands and goes like that. <laughs> he's seven so, foot five. So what is he can't do it because he's seven four? He, well, it's he, not it's as not exciting when you're three quarters of the way to the hoop before you leave the crowd. Yeah. It could do some amazing stuff. He could just wham. <laughs> <laughs> I think right. I'm for Victor. You better get in the dunking contest. You'll be the first seven four, seven five guy to ever do it. You'll do some stuff that nobody could even fathom of doing. Gerald Smith, I mean, Gerald Green blew a candle. Like, you could do that just standing straight That's up. That's right. Crazy. That's right. Hey, you know, actually, Mikey McNuggets is, is available now, is he not? I'm hearing that. Uh, he is, and I'm curious, would he participate in the dunk contest? Yeah, I can't dunk. That's never going to happen, guys. But uh, I also would never pref uh, participate in a long drive contest. Golf is not my forte, but today I am out in Akron at the famous Firestone Country Club at the College <laughs> Companies Championship golf event, which gets underway later this week. We have Three interviews at a minimum lined up throughout the show for you guys with some participating golfers in this event, including one 
He's pretty good friends with Tiger Woods. Hopefully we'll get some uh, good stories from him later on. But the first one's scheduled for 11.20, so in about 10 minutes I'll be joining you guys again with a live interview with a participating golfer here in the Collie Companies Championship. It's quite the event. They went all out setting this up. It is a beautiful course, and I can't wait to see and hear from these guys about what they expect coming up in the week. So <clears> I'll <throat> see you guys when I have a golf ready, ready to talk. And until then, do y'all got a fort back, gotta, in, uh, back in the gotta, studio. You got a food tent? Y'all got a hospitality Is tent? Is food tent? Yeah, there's a food tent. So I haven't found it yet. But there's a food tent here somewhere. <laughs> do, they, do they got gloves there? Just so, you know, it might be a little slippery. It's hot out there today. You know, it might be a little sweat. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Yeah, I'll ask them about holding on to the golf club and whether any of them have ever thrown it into the river like you have, Tyler. I'll make sure it's the first question I ask. You'll be surprised to find out. I'm going to find that tweet. We're going to do a live reaction. I'm going to show each. And you know, I'm going to find that tweet. We're going to do a live reaction. I'm going to show each of the golfers yes. your golf swing. I'm going to find that tweet. What's wrong? And we'll get some live reactions. Yes. No, no. Epic. I, I, think uh, they, I don't think so they, make sure I get that up. That, Thanks for reminding me. That's a great idea. That information don't need to be <laughs> shared any more than what it already has been. It, it, to me, it never happened. <laughs> what? What about your muscle memory would you force you up. to release the club? So, so you know when you, <laughs> so when you, I was ready to make contact. Yeah. You know, like so when you make contact, you tend to squeeze up. It's like playing football when you're about to hit somebody, you know, people tense up. Yeah. So when I didn't make contact, I never gripped it harder because I didn't hit the ball. So oh. it just. <laughs> Took off. I mean, I've thrown a lot of golf clubs in my life, but they were all intentional. Yeah, yeah like <laughs> we got to it, like for real, for real. Hey, hey, you know, Mikey. Hey, you know, I'm I'm sad you're not in. I, the first thing I did is is you know, me and Jason was texting, and Jason had texted me last night telling me how impressed with Imani Bates he was. Like, oh yeah, that's exactly what I did. <laughs> really, Steve. There we go. There really, we go. Steve. There we go. Steve hates me. <laughs> yeah. I think it's really yeah, Bates, good. Bates was really good yesterday, G. By far his best of the three games. <laughs> his efficiency was significantly better. And I went through and did uh went through and did a little tracking of his game notes and the number of passes and the number of shots he passed up to get a better look was double the first two games combined. So step by step progress G. and definitely his best of the three games so far. Mikey, while you're here. We literally yes. told this man last week this was going to happen. <laughs> we literally told him he's going to go to Vegas and ball out. He's going to have a 20-point game, and everyone's going to lose their mind. And that's exactly what has happened. I told you. That. And, and you know what I told you? I said, as soon as he gets them 21, Look. I'm going to be on the internet going crazy. Look. doing the knee shakes. The knees. The knees. Oh, my gosh. My knees. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. My knees. I thought it was Tracy McGrady uh, McNuggets. Oh Lord, help me. Let's let, listen. T Mac is a Hall of Famer. Amani Bates has yet to play a minute in a real NBA game. So let's uh, let's let's pump the brakes on the T Mac comparison. But he looked good yesterday. Certainly was his best of the three games by far. And anytime you score twenty plus points on twelve shots, uh, you have a lot to be proud of. I like it, Anthony. What you got, man? Uh, Mike, I before you go, I have one question from Director Steve. What's up with the little fan in front of you? He, he, this is a microphone. a microphone. Yeah, it's a microphone. I thought it was a fan too. It's a looks like one of those little. No, I thought it was a golf ball. I thought it was a golf ball. That yeah, there it is. Shout out to the uh, Yeti wildest. snowball microphone. Yeah, Shout out Yeti. That's pretty wild looking. Yeah, it sounds pretty good. It ain't, it ain't even bad neither. It ain't I'm, even bad. I'm glad they got good internet out there for you too. <laughs> yeah, about that. <laughs> but it's it's working. It's good enough. I'm on, I, I, the Ethernet, we had a little issue with the Ethernet, so I'm on Wi-Fi, but I'm on the show right now. So guess what? we got three interviews coming, whether you guys like it or not. And we're talking more golf than we ever have on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show today because it is the Call of Companies Championship. We love Call of Companies. They're the best. they got some swag here that I can't wait to uh, finagle my way into. Bring me and I'm some definitely going to find the back. Camp, an interview, so be ready. Bring me some golf balls back so I can hit in the water. <laughs> 
I know that's I'll that. do my best. <laughs> that grab bag gonna be great. We appreciate you, McNuggets. We'll talk to you soon. Let us know when you got <laughs> somebody. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're gonna have that nice grab bag out there, Anthony. I, they're gonna have a couple shirts in there. And they talk about they got concerts. I'm confused. They, they never released who was at the concert, though. Like, they didn't say exactly who was performing. You talking about that fire stuff? Yeah, they got some, like, every day they're supposed to have a concert. Really? Yeah. That that is in the ad read. Yeah. It is in the ad read. Is I, it really? <laughs> you don't listen to me when I, I do the ad. No, read, I don't. I I really don't. No, that's not. like the five. That's like the fifteen seconds that I just shut the brain my, off. Yeah. <laughs> you, <laughs> know, I, you know, we. I guess we, we were uh, we talked about the derby a little bit. Um, no, I, I think when you hit those people, are understand that takes a lot of stamina. Like these dudes are swinging a bat very hard for long periods of the time. Now, do I think it's still long? Yes, it, it, like there's a lot of rounds, man. They doing these rounds and swing. Um, it, it, I, I've always thought that the better the best part of it would be is if you gave a metal bat <laughs> and see how far they could hit it. Uh, see how many people they could kill. Because <laughs> they're really, really, why they're they're gonna be murderers. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like, Did anybody see the kid get hit in the head yesterday? No, you find that tweet. Hold on. Really? So, so you feel like even if it's in the stands so, so, and they see it. Oh, coming, my God. Gee, why would they not be alert? Though? They, they, they see it coming. It don't matter if you there will be murders in that <laughs> stadium. If you give these, no, you don't understand <laughs> the high school kids. Okay, the high school kids that when all star was here a couple years ago, yeah. they did a home run derby for the high school kids with mm-hmm. aluminum bats. The high school kids were hitting the freaking scoreboard at progressive field multiple times. Now put that bat in Aaron Judge's hands. It's manslaughter. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's gone. It's like it's gonna it's go. It's the on the highway. <laughs> it's gonna hit some car on the highway. Like, they like hitting the ball <laughs> over the stadium. <laughs> like you can't do no, that. You would want to see it though. <laughs> one time, do one, one time. time. Just one do time. it one just time. Let, <laughs> so let me show you guys this All right, video. Let me catch it. Of <laughs> this kid trying to catch catch, and he hit it, took it right off the head. Imagine if this is a metal bat. Uh, he, uh, he. he shouldn't have been standing there. Oh, oh. just laser. Hey, hold on, on, hold on. Bring that back. I got to see you on this, this side. And he's got a glove in his hand. <laughs> a lot of guys. Now, nah, hold on. Now, he, now he, Jason, you know, a lot of them kids is in an 11 year old league and they don't even play traveling ball. <laughs> <laughs> they know good. Well, they don't know how to turn the glove on from this way to this way. <laughs> now, kid, wonder if he almost died. That in kid outfield. will never play the outfield again <laughs> after <laughs> this moment. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, this is not for me. That is not. He, look, he looked like Director Steve as a kid. <laughs> you see how you did that? See, you see Steve? Man, you know what? Hey, man, show A. Hey. That's how Steve looked. Get him together. Get him together. <laughs> Get him together. No, I, you know, I, I don't know. Um, we'll, we'll see. Who ended up winning? <laughs> <Did> you <see? laughs> look, he just dropped a bomb on that one. Put it on a remix. <laughs> oh my goodness. Hey, that's fine. It happens to the best of them. I can't wait to one of these pro golfers tell you that they did the same thing. No one's ever gonna say that. You listen. The, only, the good thing is there's only there's nowhere for me to go but up from here. So <laughs> rock bottom. <laughs> oh my goodness. What's up next on the docket, Anthony? Uh, well, we're waiting for Mike to get his first interview in here. Uh, did you guys watch and did you see who won? No, Vladi. Vladi did. Vladi yeah. Jr. I, I, like kind of, I, I was, I was, I, I be having this thing where I pass out now. I don't know why. I be just like, be what? wide awoke and be like, and woke up. My dad, my, my mom and dad. Nar- narcolepsy. What's it called? Yeah, narcolepsy. You got that? Man, this is, this is crazy. Them first, them first two rounds. This is was, not a loop, by the way. Hey, them first two rounds was crazy. <laughs> he looked like me. The most impressive, I thought, was Julio Rodriguez's first round. That was just absolutely insane. I mean, the first two rounds was crazy. Yeah, right. There. I mean, forty-one home runs in the first round, and doing it at home. There's more pressure on you to do it in front of the home crowd. What's the, what's the record? He's not even looking at the ball. He's not even. He's just bow. What's the record? I don't know. It's good for like for a total for, for the no, night just for, for one, one round. round, one round. Boy, I, that might be it. I don't remember anyone hitting more than forty-one uh, since they went to this format. I like Man, the, that. Look like me. That's exactly how I swing. With the golf club or with a bat? Bat. <laughs> uh, I I like the change to. It's been a few years now. The to the time and the extra time for the longer home runs. Before it really took a long time. Before yeah when it was 
they could be more uh, particular about the pitch. What's so important about this, and you're seeing it now, is who's throwing you the pitches. <laughs> oh, it's yeah, yeah. so crucial. And we saw that with uh, with Polar Bear last night uh, with the Mets. I forgot his name. First baseman with the Mets who won it here in Cleveland. Alonzo? Uh, yeah, Pete Alonzo. And, you know, they were talking about last night that the guy who was thrown to him, they never had a chance to work together before. His previous two guys who he was going to use couldn't go, so – the guy that they rolled in there and he was throwing like curves at him and sliders down and away and he couldn't get any lift on the ball. See, that's everybody knows when you play high school baseball, you got a dude that you that you mess with that you y'all got a routine going. Y'all get there early after school and he throws to you. He, he knows exactly where to throw it so you can get a good look. You know, boom, boom, he grooves it in there. Yep. Not too much of the extra stuff. Middle, middle, middle of the plate. Yep. And uh, Julio and, and Vladi like it a little bit in. And you could see, the, especially Julio's guy who was pitching to him, it was just in the same spot. Same spot. And, ju- and the quickness of it, there wasn't much of a delivery. It was just short arm and boom, boom, boom. Yeah. For it, the record, really by the way, Julio set the record, 41, 40, beating yeah. Vladi's 40 from 2019. That's a lot of that was here. That is a lot 2019 of 2019 was that was Vladi's round here in Cleveland. God, that's nuts. forty-one home how, in four minutes, in right? Four minutes, three minutes, and plus bonus. I time. probably could go for forty-two. <laughs> you know, standing <laughs> on second base, forty-two. We got Mikey McNuggets. He back up we already. We do. We have Mikey McNuggets ready. Mike, are you ready? Yeah, we are good. We, IT guy just gave us a thumbs up. I'm joined now by Billy. Andrade, did I pronounce it right? Yeah, that's good enough. Close enough. And he is participating this week in the Collie Companies Championship. Billy, first off, thanks for joining the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. You are the first professional golfer to nope. ever join the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Oh, my gosh. I am so honored. Where does that rank on the list of your tremendous resume of accomplishments? I would say we can put it right into the top five. How's that? Hey, that is an honor for us, <laughs> and we're honored for you to be here. It is obviously the Collie Companies Championship week. We are finally here. We've been promoting this now for months. Does it feel real? Is it kind of set in that this is fine? This tournament, I know it's between two majors, but right. it's finally set in. And how, how are you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah, I got here a little early. I came to the Steph Curry's um, Ambassador Golf Award on Saturday night. Played yesterday in a, in a small pro-am on the south course. Uh, couldn't believe the condition the golf course was in. It's absolutely perfect. Um, and this is a this is our biggest tournament. You know, besides. Obviously, the USGA has the U.S. Open, the PGA of America has the PGA, senior PGA, and the British the same. But um, for us, the PGA Tour, uh, the Senior Players Championship is our biggest event. So to, to play it here in a, on an iconic course, like in a hard course like uh, Firestone is awesome. To have uh, Kulig as our new sponsor here is, is tremendous. Uh, they've done such a great job, and um, you know it's going to be a great partnership with them. So... Uh, we're all excited. This is our uh, biggest event on a golf course that proves year in and year out the best player usually wins this. You can't fake it around around Firestone. You got to be on all aspects of your game. So it's uh, it's going to be a great week, and I'm really excited. They call it the monster. It's a monster. It's Why a, it's is a, it? Does it live up to its name? Oh my gosh, it's a beast. I think it's the hardest golf course in the United States. You you have to. Drive it straight. Even you can even hit it in the fairway and have a problem with trees, you know, that are, that are overhanging some of the greens. Eighteen uh, is a perfect example. You know, pins back left. You can hit it in the fairway on the left, down the left side, and have really. You're gonna have to hook it around the tree to get it onto the green with a, you know, eight nine iron, whatever the club is. So it's a, um, it's a very 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 uh, difficult golf course. The rough, you know, I, I've seen it higher here. It's not as high, but that still doesn't matter. You still have to control your ball, and uh, and then once you get on the greens, you know then it's a it's a whole another deal in trying to figure out which way these balls break and and trying to make some putts. What's your favorite hole on this golf course? My favorite hole. Um, let's see. There's a lot of good ones. Um, I think 18 is just you know it's just the the hardest, fairest. Uh, toughest, but you know, I, I really like it. I like, I love seeing the last hole in majors be, you know, a, a very, very difficult hole. You know, we're watching the U S open this year. Uh, the USGA had a big wide fairway on 18 at LA country club. And, you know, it just, it just isn't the same where, you know, yeah. the, when the player has a chance to win and you're on that 18th tee and you have to pipe one, um, 
it, it brings it brings out the best in you. You have to do it. So I would say 18 is the hardest, but also the is the hole that I think um, that I like the most. We got two more, but first, Billy, does this course suit your game, or do you have to adapt and kind of adjust? To suit the course well i'll tell you i haven't had a whole lot of success here um i played a little better i think uh on the weekend and on sunday last year but um it should i mean i don't i'm 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 fairly straight off the tee um you know i'm i can get it up and down but um you know so far it hasn't hasn't worked out this will be the year then to not you know well i'm on this show first and then now being on the show, now I'm 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 going to have the the, the <laughs> luck of the Ohioans. Maybe, yes, and, absolutely. Uh, and maybe this will uh, propel me to great <laughs> to greatness. Uh, Billy, if you could give one tip to aspiring golfers out there, maybe a young guy, maybe a former NFL player who hasn't golfed that much in his life, what's one tip you would give a uh, you know a, a viewer or someone on the panel? Work on your, their game. Work on your short game. Just you know, inside of a hundred yards. Um, don't really work on your full swing right away. Uh, learn the, how to chip, learn how to putt, uh, learn how to get the ball in the hole, and then work backwards from there, and then work on your long game and try to hit, be able to hit drives. But if you're just starting the game out, um, if you can just uh, spend a lot of time with your short game, you're going to do just fine. And I ask that because we have someone on the panel today. And, Steve, if you get the tag board of Tyvis's swing ready, Tyvis played in the NFL for four years. He's okay. on the show right now. And – if we could get his golf swing, we'll get a live reaction and analysis from a professional golfer. So, Steve, when you're ready, here's Tyvis. Make sure you keep an eye on the club. <laughs> oh, oh, dear. You see that go all the way into the, into the pond right there, Billy? It'll, it'll replay in a sec, but. That is awesome. <laughs> Take a lot of talent to do these things. He missed the ball, and the club's in the lake. That is and that's awesome. not his club. He borrowed the club. That's even better. <laughs> I think that's fantastic. Hey. Wait, just keep doing that, kid. Thank you. I appreciate that. You see that? I like the way you release the club. That, that's what you need to do. You're not holding on to it really tight, which is another key. You, you're doing everything right. Just make sure when you release the club to the left, there's no people <laughs> and, or maybe you know a house or something like that, but – if it's not your club, then then you're doing the right thing. You know, I need a recommendation. I'm trying to get on tour soon, so you know, maybe you could write <laughs> me a recommendation to get on. I'll tell you this: we'll love to have you. <laughs> Thank you. I I'm like Happy Gilmore. Did you get a partner? I got Billy. We'll play twos for a little bit of money. All right. Let's do it. That? Let's do it. Long awesome. as my partner can well, be is... Tiger Woods. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take Billy okay. any day of the week. Any day of the week. So, Billy, appreciate you making the first stop on the UCSS tour, and best Thank of you. luck this week moving forward. Guys, we'll be back in about five minutes with another interview with a competing partner here in the College Companies Championship. But for now, see you in a sec. Mike, appreciate you. We'll, we'll check back in with you really quickly. You know, uh, to me, I've always gone back and forth about whether golf is the hardest sport. Um, <coughs> it's baseball. I think hitting a baseball is the hardest thing to do. I think uh, I think hitting a, a moving target is, um, but what these guys can do on the golf course is unbelievable. It's crazy. It's what, when I think I mentioned this before, when, when the World Series of Golf came, used to come to Firestone every year, I walked eighteen with Tiger the one his one of his rounds. Did and, you really? Well, yeah, because they give you ropes access, so you can get inside the ropes, so you can get inside the gallery. Okay, it's not like I'm talking to him on and guiding him on every shot. But you just walked around with them. Okay. So it was fascinating just to watch how they think and how they set up shots and the next shot and everything. But he hit a shot, I think it was with a seven iron. And it was six iron or seven iron or something like that. And it went directly over my head. And Tyvis, it sounded like a jet taking off. Like, I've never heard a golf ball sound like that. It was... <laughs> it was incredible. <laughs> and, like, I will never forget that sound that that ball made coming off his club. I never made a ball sound like that it, with an iron, no less. This, Not even a what drive. year was this? This, this would is young uh, tiger. This was uh, this would have been twenty twelve. Okay. 2013, I was just trying to think about that. I think it was before. Yeah. I think it was before all that. Uh, but it's a beautiful course. Firestone is an incredible course, 
the it's it's a pleasure. I would encourage you just to go out and, and just enjoy the day and walk the course. Mm -hmm. You think they let me play on it? No, no, no. they're not getting that off. Why? You, you have to. Why? You have to know a member. Why? You have to know a member to, to get. You don't off. think I'm good enough? Uh, no. You we. That's the thing, y'all. Nobody knows. Y'all look at a video and y'all just say, "Oh, he's not good." That's not the case. Well, based on that video, <laughs> that? we can draw pretty pretty good conclusions there. Well, I we, think if we and us three was to hit a golf course and we go whoever closest to the hole, I think I'd win. Close on how many shots? One. On one shot. One shot. Closest to the hole. Yeah. Obviously, we do it a par three. Do you have on a par three? Yeah. Tyvis. I think I got you. Um, I'm not a great I, golfer. I, I'm telling y'all. And if I get to the green, I'm money on the green. Hey, this man. <laughs> let, let's let's transition to somebody that actually, in this lifetime <laughs> and in this reality, are hitting the balls on the green <laughs> in, in Akron. Mickey Nuggets has his next interview up. What's up, Mickey Nuggets? We are back, and we have back-to-back -back golfers on the show. We had our first ever Billy Andre a few minutes ago. Now we got Matt Gogol, the second. You know what they say? First at the worst, Matt. Second's the best. So we have high expectations for Matt Gogol right. here. And Matt is making his return to the course after a month off, you were just telling me. Yeah, well, uh, tournament play. Tournament I, play. I've, I've been vacationing. I've been getting uh, – I've got two college kids. Uh, we're all in the same boat. We're all guys now. We're all <laughs> over 50 years old. So we're, uh, I've got a couple going off to college. So we're spending time with them before they head off in August. And now it's time to get back to work. Work. Um, it's got to be a good job. Golfing, right. Uh, play here and then play over in Wales in uh, two weeks. So this tournament is kind of sandwiched between two of the majors on the senior tour here. This is a major. Excuse me. I read the notes wrong. This is the major because at the Monster, <laughs> duh. This course is unbelievably hard. Yeah, well, I'm driving in and looking at some of the hole placements and some of the trees and some of the lies you have to get through. How do you guys play this? Well, my uh, last time here wasn't if I remember my Thursday and Friday was pretty sucky. And then <laughs> I played well on the weekend. But uh, you know, this is uh, this is the hardest course we play maybe outside of the US Senior Open. Um, so we know that we know that going in, you, you know, you're not going to shoot you know, 18, 20 under par. This is, uh, and this is also four days. Remember, we're yeah. old. So four a lot days of these are three days is, for you guys. Yeah, we're usually three days. So four days uh, helps uh, string it out a little bit. I think the younger guys, and I'm one of the younger guys, uh, have an advantage because, uh, uh, you know, those, uh, this is a major. We're walking. We're not taking golf carts. You know, some of the knock on the Champions Tours that we get to take golf carts. So uh, this is pure golf on a hard course. At its finest, though. That's, yeah. I mean, that's you want the course to bring out the best players and the best player to prove that he is the best over a four day span. It sounds like from everything we've read about this course and the history here, best player usually comes out on top. The guy that's playing the best uh, in the last few years. Now I go back to my TV days. I was doing the, you know, the bridge on the world, mm -hmm. the world golf championship. One of the play actually it was a world golf championship when tiger wanted it all the time. Uh, and I did this event four or five times, a uh, couple for Golf Channel and CBS. Uh, so I'm familiar with the golf course, and and I've played it, obviously. But, uh, uh, you know, it's just a, it's a great challenge. Uh, and you know, right now, I mean, it's obviously the three Steves and Bernhard are playing the best. Yeah. I mean, Bernhard really took it to the younger guys uh, a couple weeks ago at the Senior Open. I didn't play that week. We were celebrating a birthday. Uh but uh, look like a tough, tough golf course, and and you have to put it in the fairway, and that's what this golf course is all about. And you know, look at Jerry Kelly hits a lot of fairways. Steve Stricker's playing unbelievable. Uh, he's one here, and the other Steve, you know, Stephen Ames is is a, is a really good player too. So, you, you know, it you got to play well. Do you have a favorite hole on this course? And if the answer is yes, I want that. And your least favorite hole? On this course. Well, I think my favorite hole is probably you know the famous 16th. Um, I think they moved the tee up for us one or two days. And, you know, if it's firm, you can get down the hill and go for the green and two par five. Uh, I really don't have a least favorite hole. I, uh, I think probably the hardest hole is number four. Uh, the fairway's got so much tilt in it that uh, it's hard to keep the ball on the fairway. So, and it's long, it's yeah. like 460 yards. So, uh, you know, we, for us, you know, this is, is you know, this is uh, the, probably the best test we have all year. So you have to drive it well. So the South course is called the monster. Have you ever played the North course here? I did in college. How, yeah, yeah. how does that compare to the South course? Uh, 
north is a little more water mm-hmm. uh, and, and, you know, not as long on some holes. It's certainly the par fours aren't as long, but uh, the north's a great challenge. The west is a great golf course. I understand they had a qualifier over there yep. yesterday, and, and guys played pretty well for qualifying for the, the British senior. Uh but they're all three. I mean, it's just kind of a golfer's paradise down here. Can't beat it. We're in beautiful Akron, Ohio. This yeah. is the golf paradise. When yeah. I think of golfing, if Akron's not the first team, the first hound that pops into mind, I don't know what you're doing. Oh, we got, oh really? LeBron? Yeah. You don't think of LeBron when you think no, of No, I think of the College Companies Championship. <laughs> Why would you ever think of anything else? Okay. It's essentially enough. put LeBron out of business now that he's in Cleveland. It's actually the <laughs> nine-year anniversary of LeBron coming back to Cleveland, though, today. Is it really? It is, ironically. Okay. But Akron now is, belongs to College. That's just how the rules work. I don't make the rules. I just tell you how it is. I love it. Uh, I got two more things for you here, Matt. One, key to a successful four-day run for you. Is it staying in the fairway off the drive? I mean, making your putts is obviously a key in any tournament. But for you particularly, what what is the key over this four-day stretch for you to shoot a successful tournament here? Being that it's four weeks since I've last competed, I have to get off to a pretty good start Thursday. Mm -hmm. Not not meaning the first three holes. I have to have a good – solid opening round my expectations aren't high but this is not a golf course you can make up a lot of shots on so you know if i can shoot around even par or something on thursday and then build into that over the weekend then i'll have a chance if i struggle on thursday then it's gonna be a long week but uh you know i'm driving it well i'm doing a lot of good things and and my putting has always been my strength so if i can limit the damage off the tee and hit a lot of greens i can play pretty well around here how often do you give non-professional golfers some tips on how to improve their game? All the time. Well, then, hey, Steve, can we see Tyvis's golf swing real quick? We have a professional here that wants to let us see how uh, let us see how you swing. Steve, pull up tag when you're ready. This is Tyvis. He played in the NFL for a few years. Watch his uh, club. The ball's still here. <laughs> uh, uh-oh. Uh-oh. It's not his club either, by the way. He borrowed that from his buddy. Okay. You know, pro athletes get a lot of stuff for free, so I wonder if he got free clubs. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. That is wow. What about the swing? <laughs> the form. Look uh, at the form. I'm glad to see him out playing though. We love we love uh, you know, the athletic community always seems to bond and golf's the easiest way to to uh to do that. You know, when I was doing T V for CBS, uh the Hall of Fame was always going on the same week. And I'd go down to Canton Brookside and play. And a lot of the Hall of Famers, I knew a few of the guys. Marcus Allen was a Kansas City Chief. I'm a Kansas City guy. Uh, and I played with Marcus in a couple of pro-ams. And, and to see all the athletes out at Canton Brookside playing golf, it was it was really cool. I mean, yeah. some of these guys can flat out move it. Now, Tyvis, he, he's got some problems there. Uh, he's going to have to hold on to that club a little stronger. Matt, have you ever had a club awesome. unintentionally wind up in the water like that? Never, <laughs> never. I got to see this again. Everything looks pretty good. The setup looks great. Thank you. And then, Thank you. The setup is all you. And then it went to, to hell after on, that. You just have to focus on the setup. That's it. All the, the that's great. <laughs> Thank you. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is tremendous. Yeah, he can that, should, that should have about a about two million views on YouTube right there. That is tremendous. <laughs> Next time, uh, Steve, the next time we take a shot, Tyvis, you can see the National Championship Defensive Player of the Year trophy behind him. So he is a very coordinated athlete. This uh-huh. just not his, uh, not his best moment. But Matt, appreciate you Man, taking some time to join us, and uh, best of luck the next couple of days here at the Call of Company Championship. All right, appreciate it. Yep, Thanks so much, you. Matt. All right, appreciate it. <laughs> Holy cow! <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro. And it's just turned out to be so wildly. It's turned out to be so wildly entertaining, bro. These pros is like I cannot. I've never seen anything I, like that in my life. This man just gave a club away. Oh my goodness, man! See, Tyvis, man, listen. It's really not as bad as he made his sound. Oh yes, it is. It's really not. I'm trying as to think bad. of a football comp equivalent to this. The crazy thing is, literally, like a week or two later. Garrett Wilson with the top golf and he threw his club on feet. Um uh, listen, you know, I, I will say this. Um you know, it's the equivalent of a football player getting an interception and running the wrong way and scoring a touchdown. And
and then spiking that, it. That would be bad. <laughs> no, because at least you got the interception, so you did something right. There was nothing right. The about swing that. was good. What you mean? <laughs> he said the setup was good. <laughs> Everything was good. It's just I missed the ball. That's all. <laughs> that means the swing was not good. <laughs> I took my eye off the ball. <laughs> you know? Well, I will say, uh, you know, you know, you did take your eye off the ball, but uh, a team that has not taken their eye off the ball, if you could call it that is uh, the Cavs Summer League team. Now, mind you, there's a bunch of guys um, that probably won't make this team, but I will say um, the Cavs have a couple of names that we are familiar with. Um, Isaiah Mobley, uh, the brother of Evan Mobley, has is, is been playing very well. Um, and But the question in, in the big surprise last night in, this, in the game was Sam Merrill. I think he set the record for three-pointers in, um, the, the, in, in Summer League. I think he was how many threes did he hit yesterday? Eight. I think it was eight. Yeah, um, look it up one second. I yeah, think he did. I think, I eight think eight. it was eight. I think it was eight for eleven. Eight, he's like eight that. for eleven from three. So uh, I mean, he wasn't missing. <laughs> I mean, it was all net. Uh, so you know, he's been a guy, and I did not notice. Um, evidently, he was the MVP. Uh, not the MVP, but he was the first pick overall in the G League. Yeah, I didn't even it. know they had a draft. I didn't either. McNuggets said that to us yesterday. And I was like, so let's let's get let's get into this. You know, it, obviously you got Imani Bates, obviously Sam Merrill, and you know, but basically, you know, we saw about Imani Bates and Sam Merrill. Um, when it comes to summer league, what are you, you know, how, what are you looking for, right? If you're not going to watch, if you're going to watch Summer League, does any of that count? Just the same way, like, if you're talking about training camp for a young kid, does anything in training camp for you, Tyvis, count compared to <laughs> other guys? I think for me, <laughs> I hate Jason, first of all. What I, I do? Because I, I just know your answer. Um, for me, when, when I watch Summer League games, I look at the flow. You know, can they run the offense? Do they make the right decisions when they had a ball? And, you know, for Imani Bates, we went over it yesterday with McNuggets. You know, it was times where he did bad things, but it was some times where he, he knew what to do in certain situations. And I think as he keeps going, it's getting better and better. Obviously, for us, the first game, we wanted him to come in. And I told you, my expectation was 15. He got 16 points, but he didn't have no assists. He wasn't really getting his teammates involved. He was really just catching and firing the thing. And he was doing the same little pullback and, and shooting it. And then game two, you see him, you know, you know, swing the ball around a couple of more times, but he still had that. He still took some bad shots. And I think when you watch this last game, he shot, he shot the ball more confidently. It, he swung the ball a lot more. He only, now granted, he only finished with one assist, but he swung the ball around. So he, they're in his ear telling him what he needs to do to get better. And you can see that he's trying to apply it to there. Um, his shot was just falling yesterday. I mean, his shot was crazy yesterday. So I think what I what the ultimately what I'm finding out about Imani Bases is a kid who wants to learn. He wants to get better, and he's trying to apply it to his game. But he's not losing who he is inside of that as well. Yeah, I, I like the way you approach this, and and, and Jason. Yeah, I don't want to hear what he says. Now, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to pose it a different way, right? Please I'm going to pose do. it a different way. Because if you say, does Summer League mean anything? No, it doesn't. No, no, no. I don't want to hear him say that. From a standpoint of, you got a kid. The MO on the kid was, he, he's, not playing, he's not playing basketball the right way. He has some issues. Um, it's going to take some time for him to, um, you know, grow in, in jail or do, do grow up in front of your eyes. But don't when you listen to Kobe and JB talk about him in some of those interviews, and they say we're not we're not trying to put any pressure on him. We're just gonna let him grow, come along slowly. Um, do you are you encouraged by that approach? And also seeing that obviously they are talking to him about the way he plays the game, and he's trying to make conscious efforts to do that because you see it in this game on the, on the court. Is, is that something that is valuable? Yeah, when Kobe's saying that, he's telling you he's not going to play for us this year. That's what he's telling you, mm -hmm. and. I'm not trying to tell you that Imani Bates is never going to be a productive NBA player. I, I'm, I'm not going to cap a kid at 19 at what he can and can't do, put a ceiling on what he can and can't do. I'm pessimistic that he'll ever be an actual contributor, but, I mean, he's got a lot of learning and growth to do. But I'm talking, like, this year, people talking about this year, he's going to be the starting small <laughs> forward or he's going to be – no, he's not. If you go back and look at the history of second-round picks, even Draymond Green, even Jokic, these guys don't play – 
their first year very, very little, very sparingly because they got a lot to learn. There's a reason that they were picked where they were. Now, that doesn't mean that they can't learn and develop and grow into something in year two, three, four. Sam Merrill's a good example. Max Struess in Miami was one of that was that guy at one time. And it took three, four years for these guys to sort of figure it out and put it together. Sam Merrill's now had three years in the NBA. That's a much different, I mean, Sam Merrill, I think is like 26 years old. Imani Bates is 19. Mm-hmm. Like, just think about that, the difference in, in seven years. So, I mean, listen, could Merrill come in and help them at some point this year? I'd have more faith in that than I would Amani Bates right now, just because Merrill's been around for a few years now. If it's going to work for him, now's when it's going to work, going into, I think, year four. Like, if he doesn't figure it out now, I think he's like 27 years old and going into year four. If Merrill doesn't figure it out now, it's probably not going to happen. Mm-hmm. But there, I just think that there's – if you want to look at one guy in summer league and say, okay, well, who's it going to be? I don't think it's Imani Bates. I just think there's too much to learn. He doesn't play the game the right way. We told you this was going to happen. We told you he's going to go ball out in Vegas because it's set up for hoopers like him. Doesn't mean he can play within the context of the NBA. Doesn't mean he's he understands team basketball because he doesn't. That's what he has to learn this year. And then let's see. Let's see how this year goes. And we'll come back in a year or two and see if he can be a useful piece. I just don't see it happening right now. So let me ask you this. Does he touch the the floor this year as a Cleveland Cavalier? Sure, possibly. So you think maybe, he does get some uh, but minutes. there's a difference in getting a couple garbage time minutes and being a contributor. Oh, I'm not talking about the contributor. He, yeah, part. I'm not there either. I mean, if they, I he, I don't think he's going to start the year. He's going to start the year in in Canton. He's going to play in the G League, and maybe as a reward, if he does everything the right way, if he does what they expect him to, what they want him to do. You know, at some point, there's going to be injuries. There's going to be opportunities. Mm-hmm. Maybe you bring them up and give them a couple minutes just as a reward. But I'm not expecting anything of and significance. When they, so when they start, like, training camp, yeah. are, is he with the Cavs? Oh, yeah, he's Or with is he Cavs. with Cam? Right? No, he's with the Cavs and for then, the start of training camp. And then once they break off. And then they'll they'll send him down. Okay. Yeah, they'll send him down. Well, I, you know, I, I'm actually going to set this up and ask you this real quick. Um. Do you think the reason people are excited about Imani Bates is because of his game or because of his name? His name. In the high school and where he was ranked in high school, that's what has everybody so excited. If if Jonathan Kraus had that game the other night, would people be as excited? No. But it's because that they see the potential in him. I'm just telling you, I talked to teams that had him on their do not touch list. Like, more than one team had Imani Bates on the, we aren't touching that guy. Mm -hmm. So there's a long, and that doesn't mean that he can never be a productive pro. I'm just telling you, if you're expecting him to be a contributor on this team this season, you're going to be sorely disappointed. Here's what I'll say. I'll say this. I'm a firm believer in the fact that you can can surprise people. I'll be honest with you. Uh, When I came into the game, there was like, Tyvis know what it is. Sometimes you can come into a place and you might not even be highly heralded or nothing, right? Mm-hmm. But what you can do, you can work on your game. Yeah. And one of the things I, I do think that sometimes when things happen in your life, it wakes you up and says, okay, these people don't believe that I can do it. And there's a lot of GMs out there that don't, may not believe in what the kid can do. Yeah. But at the end of the day, when you have an opportunity to show up, and he only had three opportunities so far, he showed me something in those three opportunities. His game has been different each and every game. Yep. And one way that I can I can look and say is, all right, yeah, this ain't the regular season, but every single time that you play, you have an opportunity to prove people right, or you got an opportunity to prove people wrong. Now, if I look at his game, I like his, his name. The name is cool. But one thing that you can't deny is when you see some of the tough shots in, that people have to make in the playoffs, mm-hmm. that kid can take and shoot those shots. Yeah, and that's what I like about him as well. That's what I like. I think, that, to be honest with you, if he's played in the Cavs game, you know, as, as a rookie, as a second-round pick, there's guys out there that might be, like, nervous or timid. I don't think he'd be that at all. I think he'd take that ball and he'd shoot it. And as soon as oh, Darius or somebody gave it to him, he'd letting it fly. Oh, he and, shoot it. And, 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 <laughs> be quiet. And you said, but here's the thing. I, I think the ceiling, people be, because they compared him to Durant, they're like, oh, no, no. 
if you compare him to, to J.R. Smith, that's what I said. J.R. Smith, if you look at it, he's a high school guy, came out really touted. He's made some bonehead. He took bad shots. But guess what? As time went on, he got with the right people. He got under LeBron. He learned to be a more valuable defensive player, and, and he learned to shoot. And you know how long it took him? About 12 years and four teams and to get there. Well, and he was a first-round pick, and he, and like still, a high first-round pick. He still pick. messed up in the a, in a, in a finals game. And forgot the score. Yeah. <laughs> but he's a champion. <laughs> but, and, I and, and to, your, to the question you asked Tyvis about, like, comparing it to training camp, in training camp, you have actual NFL players, summer league, I mean, you have high first-round picks, obviously, <laughs> but 80, 85% of guys in summer league are never going to be actual contributors in, a, in an NBA game. They're going to be in the G League. They're going to be in Europe. They're going to be out of basketball. Mm-hmm. So it's really hard to compare. Yeah, the, the step-back shot that he hit was great. Now make that shot when Kevin Durant's guarding you. That's it's what, a completely different. That we get that. You can't, you can't compare what he's doing in Vegas to what happens in an NBA game because the talent on the floor – the speed of the game moves so much faster in the NBA as compared to summer league and just the overall talent. And it's just, it's, it's an impossible comparison. To make. What I, what I, the things that are, when I watch Imani Bates, I'm not, it's not the shot. We know he got the shot. I like his little, his step back move. I know that's there. What I want him to do is he got to get stronger. He got to get some more bounce in his jump because for you to be six, nine and you barely getting up there. That's, that's a problem to me. And I think he just needs to be stronger on defense because it's sometimes that he he's not afraid to put his body in there, but they like throwing him out the way as well. And I don't like that part either. I mean, you going up against guys like you might switch off and have to check LeBron, or you might have to switch off and have to check Giannis for a play or something like that. And they could just back you down and knock you out the way. Obviously, there's no point of you being out there. So I think that he needs to get stronger, and he needs to. Um, yeah, basically, he should get stronger and get some more bounce in his game. He will get stronger. Yeah, I mean, that's that's going to I mean, come. He's, at, what, 19? Yeah, This is it. the only time I'll ever use Giannis and Imani Bates in the same set. There you go. Go ahead and get to it. But look at, <laughs> look, 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 dude, look disrespect. At, look at Giannis's rookie Despicable year. Despicable that, that jersey, you even could say this. The jersey was hanging off his bones. Use Kevin year. Durant. <laughs> but, but you, I mean, he's 19. He's got so much growing yet to do. Mm-hmm. They get him in the training program, strength and conditioning program, he is going to get bigger. I don't know about the balance. I think that is what it is at this point. Uh, guys, no, you can get your, you can get fly guys, guys, I say you can get some bounce. Guys don't become high flyers. No, I ain't saying that, but he got to be a Man, little bit better than that. You gotta get you on supplier metrics, bro. Like here's the, I'm gonna keep it real with you. I can see, see that what I look at is upside. I believe that in the NBA, if you got somebody that's a hard worker and a nice solid guy. Yeah, you can contribute, but what's your ceiling? I'm looking for ceiling guys in the second in the second Absolutely. round. Absolutely. I, I, you know, it, it, I need to do, even if you ain't no good, I'm going to take a flyer. I, I, like, put it to you like this. Non-traditional dudes like Lofton. Kenneth Lofton, mm-hmm. I liked him coming out of Louisiana uh, Tech. He's undersized. He's about 6'4". Um, but at the end of the day, he, they found a good value pick in a guy. He was undrafted. Ended up scoring 42 points at the end of the year. He's a guy that they're investing in, and they're working with him slowly. So for me, I like these types of moves, and I like the fact that I want the Cavs to be the guardians of the NBA. I want them to be able to find some of these second-round guys and develop them so you don't have to pay Max Struess $84 million or whatever. <laughs> Maybe he can find <laughs> your own guy and keep 60, him in 60, 64. okay, right? But, you know, to me, I, I, I just think that he's showing me growth the first three games. I'm going to continue to see some growth. Now, here's the thing. That 21? I just, listen, I just want the Cavs to have somebody that they developed, that they can play in the playoffs because Dean Wade was not, you, he fell out. Said he came in, but... You know, it wasn't what you thought it would be. And Lamar Stevens didn't give you anything either. So you had these guys who contributed during the season. But once playoff came and you needed a bucket from somebody outside of Darius Donovan or your your core four, you didn't have anybody. And I think that's what Imani Bates – that's why everybody's excited about Imani Bates because he does hit those tough shots. Hold on before you go. Go I need to to address one thing because I took a a peep in the chat. 
The reason I'm wearing a leg sleeve is because my leg, my knee was hurting this morning. <laughs> that's the reason that I'm wearing the leg sleeve. So all y'all in the chat, Tyrus came in there ready to hoop. With what y'all talking about T-Bay right got now? The my T-Bay knee sleeve on. I'm 29. I didn't play football. My knee is but, hurting, so I had to put a sleeve on to keep it compressed. But, but let me ask you this question. <laughs> you know what? You know what? You know what? You know what? I was in Vegas all weekend. I need two of those. Yeah, my, <laughs> my, yeah, my knee is oh, killing me this morning. Oh, <laughs> oh I had something coming to mind. I'm leaving it alone. <laughs> but I t- let me ask you this. Look, we got I think people is also thirsty because we got Isaac Okoro. He's a fifth overall pick. Dang, and besides dang. defense, he can't do nothing better than Monty Bates. Tell me he can't. <laughs> Wait a minute. He had, he had he had a nice stint where he was going crazy. He had a game winning trade. Look, yeah, that don't that don't move the deal. I, I would take Isaac Okoro over him. Nah, no, I, I ain't taking him. No. I can't believe what ah, you said. Right, right, right. right now, <laughs> right now, I don't know. I don't know about that one, Jason. That's I am no. not taking Isaac Okoro. And you are not a Okoro <laughs> fan. That's and, but I'm saying this: the <laughs> only thing he now you can look at it. That's tough. That's why fans be excited. Because the things that we miss so much, when you see them dudes open in the corner, when you see Lamar Stevens in the corner, you're like, oh, hell no. Like, when you see a coral pulling up, oh, I was good for a while. He had, like, a good three weeks where he was locked in. He's a a better shooter. Bates is by far a better shooter. He has more length. I don't know if he can use it right right now because he get bullied. He... Isaac Okoro by far is a way better defender. He has a way better, he's more quick with his body. Let me ask you this question. Is Imani Bates and Sam Merrill the best 11 and 12 players on the Cavs roster currently? If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I don't know. I got to go through the list. Uh, I mean, well, I, yeah. I guess I'll get around to answering that, but okay. Struce is your starting you to look three. at the watch. So, so <laughs> the, it's buzzing. I was trying to <laughs> so the five, so the five, is, you throw Struce and he's starting, right? Struce is your starting three. Okay. okay. So we know who the other four. Yeah. We Struce got, is your, is your five. Right. So we got five. Karis LeVert off the bench. The six. Yang off the bench. Seven. That's seven. Rubio, I think, is going to get first opportunity. Yep. Is eight. Yep. I guess Okoro and Wade, Dean Wade, become nine yep. and ten. Nine and ten. So you got two but spots. You, but you also, who the other center we just got? Yeah, he's not going to play. <laughs> but is he going to take up a roster? Spot? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that's eleven. So that's eleven. So if you had to give one of them the spot, you're giving it to. But Sam. you got two way contracts and still, so, and there's yeah. There's, so so he got a two way deal, and I think somebody else had. There's Isaiah Mobley got a two way deal. Yeah, and I'm Ooh, like, I forgot. About I mean. Him. I, I haven't asked anyone about Isaiah in quite a while, but when they signed him, the feeling around the league was, well, that's just a favor to have. I, oh, I, I told him, I said, I hope this ain't a deba- deba- Damascus move. What's your boy's name? Giannis's brother. Thanasis. Y'all going to cut this out. Y'all going to cut this out. Jacqueline Kenny. I don't know who. Thanasis has given us quality. He is six foot two. He's given quality. And does not even look like he's his brother. Somebody know. He's come in and gave the Bucks energy. Let me find out that Onassis <laughs> is his boy masquerading as his Giannis. He don't got the same build. It's, it's Alex who you talking about. <clears throat> Alex is the He don't boy. got the same build, no jumper. I'm like, you sure? That might be his man's them. Like, but I, I will say it is a couple difficult roster spots. What's the boy we just got from the from the Warriors? Oh yeah, the, the guard. Oh, we forgot about forgot that guy. Name. We forgot. Yeah, it might be tough. Now I'm looking at it. Like, hold on. He might be tough. Uh, uh, I'm going to say this. He's going to have to, for him to be on the opening roster, Mm. he's going to have to be killing. 
I mean, he's gonna not it only kill not him. Happening. Not only killing, <laughs> he has to he has to kill in practice, but he has to kill consistently and not take no bad shots. If he take three shot bad shots, they're like, no, you you G League. It is not happening. But here's here's the benefit to how the Cavs have this set up now. I said Canton earlier that that was they moved their G League team up yeah, here. Yeah. So they have everyone in the same building. So even though he's and he is, I hate to tell you, he is going to be playing in the G League. Oh, he, no. he will be around professionals. He will be around Cavs players. He will be around because they, they have it all together there at their training. So facility. they like so like during the season, do they like practice with them? Yeah, charge? well, they don't practice with them, but like all the personnel, all the charge personnel, everything is at the facility. They okay. play their games at Wolstein Center, but everything else occurs at the facility when they're in town. Man, the Wolstein Center going to go crazy. <laughs> Everybody going there. Monty Bates, he gonna go for fifty a night. Hey, listen, <laughs> hey, <laughs> he hey, gonna Jason. shoot about seventy hey, shots. <laughs> Whether this is crazy, this is funny because this happens in like little. <coughs> I actually like it. It happens in little small market, little areas like this. If you play for the Knicks, he's nobody cares about that. But since it's the Cavs, they gonna sell tickets. They gonna sell. Listen, <laughs> this, no, they're not. Yes, I, they I, I would, no, listen, they're not. How many people want to see a Monty Bates? I'm telling you. Hey, hey, chat. I need to chat to holler at me. Even if they ain't even probably on. Chat, chat can't hear. See you guys right now. Our stream is glitched out. Uh, we're working on it right now. If you can see, hear or see us, we're working on the issues. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.